a sphere of light around the home. There's a lot of different approaches for that can be effective for that. I have done home blessings for others um, on occasion. And what I like to do when I'm leading those ceremonies is get everyone together in a central room in the house or home or apartment or trailer. I've been in all sorts of different dwelling places. Have everyone assemble and do a brief orientation first, especially if those who are gathered together may not have been part of a home blessing ritual before. Have a, each person have some elemental tool. And I remember one home blessing I did, there were not only the people living in the home, but people who liked to visit the home frequently. And it was a new home. So we actually had an opportunity for everyone to be part of the home blessing. For spirit, especially in group settings, I like to have some rhythm instruments, especially if there's some young people, very young people, children involved. And that way they can be part of the action and having a live flame or even an incense stick may not be age appropriate for all participants. So um, that can be a way to put some energy in for people of different abilities and different age groups. Um, in doing a group home blessing ritual with the elements is to not only have an orientation, but get everyone centered and make sure everyone knows what's going to be transpiring. Uh, typically, it's a kind of follow the leader if there's going to be quite a few people. And in some places, um, some people like to go into every single room and opening in the home. And I endeavor whether I'm doing this on my own home or I'm doing it with a group ritual is to at least open the doors to major storage areas and put some cleansing help there as well as energizing and protection. When one has done a cleansing, then one can go and do the energizing. In some cases, Cleansing and energizing might be done at the same time, especially if it's very large home. And you'll have to make a choice as to what's most appropriate for that situation. When a group ritual has concluded, as part of the way of culminating the rite, ideally to have some kind of home blessing symbol that can be energized as part of the ritual and then placed above the front door or near the front door. Uh, one symbol is a Bridget's cross or a solar cross. And this actually can represent fire as well because it is a solar cross. It was said that if you had a solar cross, a Bridget cross in your home, it helped ward off lightning and fire. So having some kind of object, it could be a crystal, it could be a mandala, it could be some other um, object that is beautiful, 
and that can be displayed and how open you want to be about uh, your spiritual practices and identity is something to keep in mind as you make selections for how you do home blessing and what objects you are using in connection with that work. <clears throat> in addition to the cleansing aspects of elemental blessing, it's good to attune one's dwelling place to each of the elements. There are different systems and correspondences with the five elements of nature. The, the system that I work with has its origins in ancient Greece, earth, the physical plane, air, intellectual cognition, thoughts, communications, fire, energetics, vitality, resilience, water, emotions, feelings, um, social connections, spirit, that which intersects us all together, the divine dimension that's within us and around us that connects us. I see the five elements of nature, the pinnacle. Some people will use a pinnacle image as their home guardian because it has all five elements there. And the five elements as attunement home blessing forms is said to help ward off and protect from natural catastrophes involving each of the five elements. For earth, earthquake, mudslides. So honoring earth as an element, having that watching over your home, as well as the land of which your home is and the neighborhood, uh, an important thing. For air, you have straight line winds, tornadoes, um, hurricane force winds, a very strong wind, uh, which can be a risk, not only to the home, but if there are trees and other things around the home. So attuning one's home to air, and then as part of your protective work, inviting the spirit of air to protect against wind damage. And like fashion with fire, protecting against damage from wildfires, um, electrical fires. It's not a substitute for having good electrical um, practices and inspections, but being able to have each of the elements have a home within your home, be honored, and to invite those elements during home blessing and at other times to watch over your place. For water, there's flooding and rain bombs, as they're called, where you just get tons of rain. Um, atmospheric rivers 
are coming across the west coast of the United States and causing lots of rain and in some other parts of the world. So um, flooding can be a real issue um, and can really um, lead to a variety of things. So having one's home in tune with water and having the spirit of water watch over your home and protect it from water damage is important. Spirit, connecting with the divine, connecting with the spirit of your home, the spirit of the place where your home resides, that is an important part of home blessing magic, honoring the spirit of the home, the spirit of the land, and inviting overall protection and well-being upon your home, the land and region, and the inhabitants, and visitors. So earth, air, fire, water, and spirit are powerful elements, can be used individually or collectively in sequence and in combination. So let's take a look at working with the elements and doing a home blessing right. So in addition to having a cleansing dimension, one can call on the elements to bring certain qualities and blessings to the home. Powers of the sacred earth bless this home with prosperity, safety, centeredness, well-being, so be it. Powers of the air bless this home, bless the conversations and communications in this home. May this home be blessed with good thoughts, mental well-being. Spirits of fire, bless this home with joy, with energy, with enthusiasm, and when needed, calm and peace. Blessed be. Spirit of sacred water, Bless this home and those that visit, those that dwell here, bless this home and this land with joy, with safety, with well-being. May Emotional connections flow smoothly. May there be honesty 
and compassion. Powers of water, bless this home, bless it be. Powers of sacred spirit, bless this home with balance. Divine protection, divine guidance. Powers of spirit, bless the soul, the essence, the spirit of this home, of this land, of this area. Blessings of wellness. Now and in times to come, so be it. Blessings of the earth, of the air, of the fire, of the water, of spirit. I circle this home with light to bless it day and night to bless this home, to guard this home. I circle this home with light. I circle this home with light to guard it day and night, to bless this home, to guard this home. I circle my home with light. I circle the home with light to guard it day and night to bless this home, to guard this home. I circle this home with light. So be it. So that's an example of a chant that one can do. And when you get into the watching over the home post-ritual, what are some things that you might do to keep the blessing in place. Some people find it helpful not only to have a symbol above the doorway, but to work with herbs and herbal charms. In fact, some will actually have a plant in a window or by the front door or front garden that specifically is connected with home blessing. Rosemary is one of my favorite plants for home blessing. And it not only has many uh, healing uses, but it's an herb that has a wonderful aroma and, and fragrance. And I live in a climate in Wisconsin where um, it's not able to be grown outdoors as in some milder climates where it can become a hedge even. Um, so we have our rosemary plants come in for the winter and go back out um, for the warmer months. But I have some other plants, mint plants and some yarrow plants that also are grown outdoors that have home blessing components. Many herbs have been used for blessing homes. And in a way, you can consider living plants as a kind of elemental blessing um, assistance. Or you've got 
the plant rooted in the earth. Air um, is part of its exchange with the atmosphere. Fire of the sun, water, the rain for that. And of course, um, your relationship with the plant, the spirit. And I think that as you consider a variety of different options for home blessing, that looking at herbs as a way of tapping into the elements um, can strengthen and enhance the work that you're doing. I think using sound as a personal ceremony in blessing the home or with others. Uh, one of my favorite um, sounds to be working with is a singing bowl. And um, one of the things that I like is you can ring it as a bell or let it be a continuous sound for a ceremony. This can be cleansing in and of itself. And of course, bells and rattles and drums and flutes and many musical instruments can be part of home blessing rituals, um, not only enhancing the connection with the here and now, but especially if there's a group of people together, it provides a way, an additional way of getting everyone connected. So when do you do home blessings? You have elements, you have a home, and if you haven't done a home blessing before, you may want to consider doing this at dark moon, new moon time, dark moon being the last day of a lunar cycle and new moon, the very first day of the lunar cycle. Or you may want to pick a full moon, which is another excellent time. And to have the moonlight of the full moon also be part of your right. Another positive and powerful time to do home blessings is connecting with one of the cycles of sun. And that might be a Sabbath, a solstice, an equinox, or a cross quarters day. It might be at a particular day every year. It might be the anniversary of when you've moved into the home. It might be the purchase of the home. If you own your own home, it might be the home's birthday. It might be a special day that those who dwell there um, have in common. And so whether it's connected with a life cycle day or a solar holiday or a lunar cycle, all of those are really good times for doing home blessings. Something to keep in mind is home blessing can be very simple. 
I'm sharing the five elements and some ways of working with them for cleansing, for protecting, for blessing. However, you do not need to have all five elements um, in a very long ritual and with multiple um, parts in order to do a home blessing. For some people, it takes the form of selecting one of the elemental tools and then using that. For many people, they use incense. It might be called incense stick, or you might have a gum resin that is fumed over um, self-igniting charcoal blocks, or it might be a smudge stick. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to have incense smoke smudging um, as a way of cleansing the home. Some people may choose to use a blessed water only, or some may choose to go around the home with a symbol of fire, a, a wand or a living flame or the Bridget's cross. And, and so whether you're using an element individually or you're using it um, together, all can be very effective. What's most important is that you have a plan in mind. You take some time, assemble the things you need, do a centering if you're going to be doing this yourself, and ideally have some symbol that represents the home to you that you can use as a focal point. Some people use their key to the front door as a symbol of that. Some people take a picture of the front of the home and use that to visualize the home as a whole. And whatever method you use, in addition to choosing the day and the method, what time of day are you going to do your home blessing? And a lot of that's personal preference. And some of it's pragmatic. If you have multiple people that will be with you, well, when can everybody converge? Now, one aspect of home blessing that I haven't mentioned yet is blessing the outside of one's home. If you're in an apartment building, you may want to do something on the front door and back door of your home that goes into the communal space. And that could take the form of putting on some kind of a symbol, or you may take one or more of the elements and do a blessing on your threshold. Many people find, in addition to doing the individual apartment blessing, to actually also go outside and um, some do this with a visualization, some actually go outside and walk the perimeters of the place together, sometimes with a home blessing tool, if that can be done without attracting attention from people who might be disruptive. So here again, take a look at what's gonna work for your particular location. And that actually goes for homes that have that are in neighborhoods which are in view of other places. So one of the things that you may want to consider 
is for the outside home blessing, what, when to do it and what method to do with it. I think it's important if a home blessing hasn't been done before that you not only do the internal, but the external both. And in concluding the ceremony to envision that circle of light as you would see it from the outside as well as experiencing it from the inside. And in addition to encircling your home with light, uh, that's one um, technique. Another can be to imagine a big sphere of light above your home and the sphere continuing down into the earth so that parts of your home that um, in the basement and utilities and things that might be literally in the ground are also being blessed. If you have a multi-story home, it is good to be at each of those levels as part of your home blessing. And when you are concluded to make a note of what processes you have used for your home blessing ritual. Some people find it helpful to do a home blessing ritual at least once a year. Others will do a home blessing ritual whenever there's some kind of major change or situation with a home or household. Adding a new addition, remodeling a space, having a new household member, having a household member that has relocated, gone off to school, some other place. Um, those are some examples of home blessing work. Another thing to keep in mind is if there's been illness in the home or someone has died in the home, those are some special home blessing situations. And certainly doing a clearing of the space when there's illness involved. And if somebody has died in the home, an old tradition, in addition to working with elemental forces as a way of saying farewell to the one who has crossed over is uh, to open windows of the home as a, as a symbol of the connection with the larger world. In some traditions, mirrors would be covered and windows opened as a person was crossing over into the other world. Well, there's many different rituals involving home blessing. And I hope that you will find this um, elemental home blessing presentation helpful. I invite you to share any feedback or ideas in comments, or should you wish to do so um, and want more information, you can contact me, Selena, at circlesanctuary.org. Thank you all for tuning in to Elemental Home Blessings. 
we give thanks to the sacred earth. Continue to be in our lives and watch over us and guide us in home blessings to come. Blessed be. We give thanks to the sacred water. Continue to be with us and guide us in our home care and home blessing work now and in times to come. And thanks to the sacred air for being with us, continue to work with us in home blessing work. And we give thanks to the sacred fire. Continue to guide and aid home blessing work. We give thanks to the sacred spirit. Continue to be part of our home blessing work now and in times to come. We give thanks to the sacred as the elements of nature. We give thanks, we give thanks, we give thanks. And for more information about home blessing, I invite you to check out YouTube videos at Circle Sanctuary website and at my um, YouTube videos for the Circle Sanctuary channel and Selena Fox channel, two separate channels. And be sure to check out podcasts. I have some past podcasts on herb um, blessings, um, herbal charms and blessings for the home and other home blessing ritual information. Thank you all for tuning in. And for more information, go to circlesanctuary.org. Um, and you can connect with me at various social media platforms on Facebook. My only two pages are Selena Fox updates and Reverend Selena Fox. And plus, we have the Circle Sanctuary web pages, um, Facebook pages on Instagram. I'm Selena Fox on TikTok, Selena Fox Circle on YouTube, <laughs> Selena Fox, and on X, Selena underscore Fox. So until next time, be well, be blessed, and happy home. Thank you for joining us on the Circle Sanctuary Network podcast presented by Circle Sanctuary and produced for all who follow nature-centered paths. Join us throughout the week for various programming connecting with the community around the world. Please don't forget to watch for updates on the Circle Sanctuary website at www.circlesanctuary.org. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash CSN podcasts. We can also be found on your favorite podcast hosting sites such as iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and others. Until next time, many blessings. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.